good day, no takers. Thank you for deciding to start playing this magnificent episode. And, you know, who would have ever thought? You might even ask yourself, does God have something great for me? Well, of course he does. This is episode 0.7, and this episode was made for you by him. It's the second part of the world premiere podcast. And now we have no choice because it's our turn and your turn to walk down that red carpet because today's our world premiere. Now let's get started. It's a beautiful day in the podcast hood, a beautiful day in the... Hi, note-taker neighbor. So glad you joined us today. It's a beautiful day in this podcast hood, and I'm so glad that you're my neighbor. I hope you woke up this morning and did your morning stretches and put on your best, knowing that today is your chance to walk down the red carpet and that today your world premiere is set to take place. Now off you go, note-taker's neighbor. We'll see you around. Wouldn't it be great to have your every morning awakened with a bird's melody and along with the nice warmth of the sun shining through your window? Uh, some of us may have the privilege, but for me, it's uh, car alarm, sirens, and an annoying alarm clock that gets smacked because it's too loud. <laughs> Anybody with me on that one? Well, yeah. Here we are, guys. It's the second part of our world premiere. And, um, you know, all these best worst episodes are really turned out to be something, aren't they? Um, thank you for joining me and just taking me along with you on this journey we call life. I'm so excited for the days ahead and I want you to stay tuned because there are really some changes that will be happening once we get to episode one. And uh, this change will cause you to lean in a little bit more to how you can take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying. Apply it to your life and allow Him to bring you into a place of freedom. So now, let us continue where we about left off. Uh, last episode, we talked about how today is a first for each and every one of us. You know, many artists and movies have a wonderful marketing team, along with media scrums and interviews that all lead up to this anticipatory event called a world premiere. Lots of money is spent just to draw our attention to something that is to entertain us. And sometimes, some of the best movies have the slightest or worst PR, yet rise up to the very top of the box office. It's amazing to see these things launch from time to time. Now I can remember, when I got in contact with some of my closest friends, I began to explain to them about No Takers and its vision as it was unraveling in my heart. And every time I met with them, they were awaiting the words what they so wanted to hear. And those words were... Okay, guys, I'm ready to do this. I'm going to launch my first episode. And as I did, I was met with cheers, applauds, encouraging words, reaffirming words, and smiles from ear to ear from those who have seen so much in me, yet it took so long for me to realize and see in myself. Now, my social media accounts became way more active uh, than they have ever been before, and people actually watched my announcement video and were waiting for the first episode to drop, and then it happened. And then, silence. The thoughts began to flood my mind. First thing I thought was, man, this is a flop. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 10 in the Amplified says this, Therefore, believers, be all the more diligent to make certain about His calling and choosing. You be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble in your spiritual growth and will live a life that leads others away from sin. You know, today in the second part of this world premiere episode, I want to talk about what happens when your world premiere flops. You know, movies sometimes have so much hype built around it 
The moment the movie starts, the critics and even the regular people know that this movie is destined to be a flop. I wonder if in your life if you have ever been there. I know I have. Waking up in the morning after a long crazy night in the presence of God, only to see that before I even got my foot out the door, my world premiere was already a flop. Proverbs 24 verse 16 says that the righteous may trip seven times, but they will get back up again. I want you to take note of what the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you today. Some of you, you act like every weight has been lifted off your shoulders, hide the fact that you've fallen and are struggling to get back up. You feel as though you can keep living life in the same manner and just have to quote-unquote deal with these issues and accept the fact that you'll always trip, thinking that you'll never get it right, resulting in a life that is dragging you around versus you conquering life and living in the freedom God has destined for you. There is hope today and from this rooftop I'm hoping you're hearing what is being said. There is freedom. God has brought you to the point of listening and something is stirring in you, desiring to grab hold of God's truth for your life. This is the Holy Spirit. He is your helper, your standby, your comforter, your intercessor, your counselor, your strengthener, and your advocate. God is not here to cause you to run away. He is speaking to you today to bring you in and let you know that He is for you. Now let's take a little glimpse into the life of a note-taker. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on Him to listen to the Word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, We worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time their nets were so full of fish they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. And that was from Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. And the note-taker we're talking about today is Simon Peter. He was the first to be called and was one of the disciples who had spent the most time with Jesus during the years of his ministry. For three years, as you can imagine, lots of PR was happening. Word was spreading like wildfire when Jesus would go somewhere. And it was Peter to whom it was revealed by the Father that Jesus was the Messiah that they had been waiting for. But then it happened. Jesus was taken away. Listen to this from Luke chapter 22, verse 54 through 62. So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home. And Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, 
This must be one of them, because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. And Peter left the courtyard, weeping bitterly. Note-takers, take note. This was Peter's time to shine, his time to spread his wings to fly and be the big and wonderful bird he had grown into. But instead, he took a nosedive and flopped on his world premiere. Now to be fair, not only did he, but all the disciples did. Every one of them left Jesus, but then the Holy Spirit was given. Power from on high came to the disciples in the upper room in Jerusalem. He was sent to reassure them of the risen Christ that they saw and to revive their hearts, to fill them with boldness to rise above the persecution and to give them hope once again. But then again, it happened. Peter, being one who was mainly the one to reach the Jews, was called out by Paul in Galatians chapter 2. Paul stated that he had to confront Peter to his face for what he did was very wrong. Paul further explains how Peter began to take on the former Jewish customs he had. As a result, this began to bring confusion within the followers of Christ, who were both Jews and Gentiles, making them believe that they had to go back and follow the law of Moses. Now, when you study this out, this is some heavy stuff. Peter, having been with Jesus, finds himself yet again faced with a dilemma and a struggle. The Bible doesn't record Peter's response to Paul, but we are ever encouraged by Peter's writings which is accepted today and delivers great truths and reveals his ability to receive correction and to get back up again and further the cause for Christ. Therefore, Peter says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on Him. For He cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you making you what you ought to be. Now, Peter had some experiences from which he writes this passage, doesn't he? It's hard to read this passage without the images of the time when Peter denied Jesus being brought back into memory. Can you imagine the look that Jesus gave Peter? Now, how do you see the look from Jesus when you flopped on your world premiere? Peter goes back to reassure us by saying to humble yourselves. Realize that you can't do it alone and that you need to find yourself under the mighty hand of God for He cares for you with the deepest of affections and carefully watches over you. 
Now, if you read this passage in Luke chapter 22, you will remember that Jesus warned Peter. And the time was going to come that he was going to deny him. You see, the Holy Spirit is here to warn you. So take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying and set aside your self-righteous pride thinking that you don't need help. Confess your sin as 1 John 1, nine tells us to do amongst each other so that we could pray for one another and be healed of even the wounds that have been self-inflicted as a result of us flopping our world premieres time and time again. Again, now let me encourage you with what Peter, from his experiences, wishes to teach us. He says, Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh and died for us, arm yourselves like warriors with the same purpose, being willing to suffer for doing what is right and pleasing God. Because whoever has suffered in the flesh, being like-minded with Christ, is done with intentional sin, having stopped pleasing the world, so that he can no longer spend the rest of his natural life living for human appetites and desires, but lives for the will and purpose of God. And that's in First Peter chapter 4, verses 1 and 2 in the Amplified. So today, if you're struggling with something right now, Take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying and apply this to your life. Peter says to arm yourselves like warriors, skilled, battle-tested warriors who are armed with the same purpose. The same purpose is what? Doing everything possible, like Christ, to do what is right and pleasing to God. If we follow his example, we see how he spent time with God, prayed to God, discipled others, and extended mercy and grace towards others. Peter says if we do this, we can be done with intentional sin because there is no way that we can live the rest of our natural lives living for human appetites and desires when we choose to live for the will and purpose of God. Take note, this freedom that belongs to us in Christ is laid out by way of the Holy Spirit through a former world premier flopper. Flopper I'm talking to you today, listening to this podcast. There is hope for you. Let me encourage you again in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 through 10. It says, For you are not like that, meaning you're not a flopper. You are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For He called you out of the darkness into His wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, but now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, but now you have received God's mercy. No takers as phenomenal as a movie storyline and production can be, it will never match the storyline and epic masterminding that God already has in store for you. Father, I bless you today for those who are listening. Uh, we just give you glory for the opportunity, Lord God, that we may step out today in our red carpet and that we may flop. But Father, we desire to live for the purpose of your will, Father. We desire to do what you have called us to do. And we realize, God, today that you have called us out of the dark and into the light so that we can walk in the fullness of your power and in the glory and in the grace that you have given us to do what you have called us to do. And I thank you, Lord God, that you're helping each and every note taker to take note and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to them, calling out those things and those areas that they think that they have to live with for the rest of their life. But Father, they don't have to. Father, we just speak freedom in their life right now, and we speak joy, and we speak hope, and we ask for your power to come into them right now as they go about their day, as they make their way down the red carpet, Father God, that their world premiere will not be one that is dissatisfying to you, Lord, but that is satisfying to you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
All right. No takers. I pray this podcast has encouraged you today. The more I do these episodes, the more I recognize the greatness of the depths of God's love that is being poured into those who are willing to receive it. I think it's just the most wonderful thing in the world. And if you agree, then share this podcast with your family and your friends and ask them, hey, have you heard the latest Note Takers podcast? Ask them what they think about it. Let the conversation begin and allow the Holy Spirit to work within them and you, bringing light to greater things that the Holy Spirit would say. Like our post on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at NoTakers619 and invite others to subscribe to our iTunes podcast or our YouTube channel, NoTakers Official. Lastly, our GoFundMe page is still running, so help us get to our goal so that we can do even more beyond this podcast. Support us by going to www.gofundme.com forward slash NoTakers. Well, today, your world premiere may have flopped, but don't get discouraged. The Lord could open up the possibility for a script rewrite for a same-day world premiere. Should you take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying, apply it to your life, and allow Him to bring you into that place of freedom. Well, guys, have a great rest of your week. We love you all, and we will see you soon, neighbor. Neighbor.